Hello everybody thank you I would like to thank uh, boss and uh, boss and boss <laughs> and boss and boss Douglas Slim and Juanita the podcast So I'm just in the process of moving into a new place and I've another friend that literally just got the keys to her new place as well <laughs> and I notice people keep asking when the housewarming is is that when you visit you know relatives and then they ask billion akawin it's annoying right yeah yeah i could never understand this because i i would never ask a person billion akawin or when your house warming is yeah cuz that would be the respectful thing to do right ah uh, no 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 i don't want to buy present <laughs> <laughs> if i don't get to buy present right <laughs> el cheapo strikes again <laughs> but yeah lah, as it is i'm already like, stressed about moving to my own place mm. for the for the first time right the last thing i'm thinking about is a house warming party maybe okay maybe your friends and your family are Weird. Like maybe they're asking because they want to buy you stuff for whatever stupid reason. But they just offer lah. Like maybe say hey, you're going to be a house owner for the first time. Is there anything you need? But if okay, if people ask you so directly, you also be shy to like answer, right? Not really. Oh what? <laughs> <laughs> Western countries they usually put up a list of stuff that they need right like a wish list oh. uh, and then they post it online so their friends know what to get them so you don't suddenly end up with 20 blenders <laughs> right okay okay so if let's say hypothetically you were to put up this wish list lah yeah. what would you ask for just normal stuff lah like TV cabinet oh. bookshelf vintage console with handcrafted wood from ancient china <laughs> maybe <laughs> Wow, why so normal? No, but hey, it's your list lah. Go higher lah. Put like Italian fridge lah, Swiss coffee maker, French chandelier. I cannot lah ask for such expensive things. Oh, oh, in that case, confirm you cannot be CEO of a TV station. Why? Because those fellas will not shy one. No, ask for ten million dollar London house. <laughs> Fly FM. I'm moving to my own place, so so many people have been asking, "When's the housewarming party?" Yeah, so if you're thinking of giving Juanita anything, just give her space. <laughs> stop asking about this party, okay? Yeah, stop it. But you'll be finishing your renovation soon, right? Yeah. Are you gonna do a housewarming party? <laughs> <laughs> Why wow, you real do a Kali Lima? Huh? Tell people to stop asking you. They're gonna ask me. <laughs> no, also. Who does a housewarming after a renovation? Uh, that day Sri Pudana renovated for 38 million, no housewarming also. <laughs> <laughs> But I am I am thinking of maybe doing a, a small barbecue party for friends. Ah, oh, okay. Are you good at barbecues? Uh, well, not the original US style barbecue. I don't know the one right. with the big tong, the big oil drum, and you cook yeah, yeah, the whole yeah. buffalo inside for two days or something <laughs> yeah. like that. But I can do the Malaysian one where uh-huh. you grill over the charcoal. Yeah, that, that's my special skill actually, uh, burning the charcoal. Wow. Do you have a special technique or? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there's this charcoal brand that I really like. It yeah. comes in a flammable bag. Oh. Yeah, so just burn the bag. <laughs> you burn the bag, all the charcoal inside will burn nicely and evenly. So that's Douglas's barbecue contribution. Done. That's it. You don't cook or marinate your meat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a bit clumsy, lah. What? <laughs> when I'm clumsy and useless <laughs> when it comes to food preparation, because I remember once we were doing this barbecue uh, by the beach in Port Dickson. I was only okay. 14, 14 years old, so very excited, lah. Mother right. let me go with friends to Port Dickson. I stayed in my friend's father's villa or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Kids, we were like, okay, let's do barbecue in the beach. Yeah, barbecue in the beach. Ooh, which wow, is like a so dumb nice. idea. <laughs> dumb idea. <laughs> <laughs> because it's dark lah in the beach at night, so we were doing something on fire, all clumsy. I think yeah. I the, the chicken wings that I was supposed to be cooking right yeah. fell fell onto the sand. Oh my god! <laughs> so that night we had very crunchy <laughs> chicken wings. <laughs> Fly FM.
So Malaysia is set to host the 34th SEA Games in 2027. Oh, that's in five years, huh? Yeah. Uh, should be enough time for me to train for the gymnastics team. La. <laughs> <laughs> hey, wait, not my fault, okay? Farah and went and retired, so somebody needs to ganti, la, you know? I would actually love to watch that. <laughs> So apparently Indonesia also expressed their interest in hosting the SEA Games but the Southeast Asia Games Federation chose us and the votes were unanimous so yay yeah! we win! <laughs> this will be our seventh time hosting it. Uh, how did we win the vote? Huh? How do we always win the vote? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know it just seems that we won. <laughs> okay well no, that's all that matters. I was actually at the SEA Games that we hosted back in 1989 for oh, Taekwondo. Yeah. Wow you competed in the SEA Games? Uh, no, I, no I didn't compete in the SEA Games I was yeah. too young then but <laughs> I was chosen to hold the signboard for the national taekwondo teams to walk into the arena. Oh, so you let out the Malaysian taekwondo team? Fuyo. Yeah, yeah, no, like, I was holding the signboard for Laos. <laughs> what? Yeah, no. all the kids were just given signs, just say, hold, shut up, and walk. Uh, but I remember uh, there was this match between Selva Mutu, one of our deadliest taekwondo exponents mm-hmm. at the time. This guy was like, pretty vicious you look at him so you're scared right? right and he was fighting this guy from Thailand okay. it was the finals and then I will never forget this La Selva Mutu did a jumping back kick Foo. yeah it was like straight out of a kung fu movie man he jumped he anticipated the Thai fellas move he jumped being back kick KO you very very rarely do you see a KO in Taekwondo Amazing. right yeah usually yeah. it's just they win by points but he right. knocked out the fella the whole stadium erupted I was cheering <laughs> like a madman yeah. but then uh, <laughs> people started looking at me right because you were holding the loud Signboard. <laughs> <laughs> they must have been so confused. Like, excuse me, Malaysia knocks out Thailand, so the winner is Laos. <laughs> Fly FM. So I was just telling Douglas, I went to Myanmar to play sepak takraw with the national team. Yeah, and my brain exploded. <laughs> no, because I didn't even know you played sepak takraw. Number one, number two, I didn't know you were that good. Like your level was that high to play against the Myanmar national team. No la, I didn't play against them. Oh. Okay, but no, but you can play takraw. No, I cannot. That's <laughs> <laughs> <was> horrible. <laughs> so it was for a travel show. Uh, we wanted to cover the sport. Oh, yeah. shooting. Yeah, okay. shooting. In Myanmar, it's called Chinlon. Oh. Right? The, the sport is not called Sepat Takraw. It's called okay. Chinlon. And I was pretty bad at it. Because <laughs> we, uh, we just did it for the shoot. And we wanted to talk about the sport. Right. And what they do to practice. Right? So we just formed the circle. Mm. And the team... Oh, oh timbang lah. You played timbang. Okay. Yeah. And the team would, like, had to come in from the field. You know, they were playing in. They're like, Allah, why, what do we have to do now? <laughs> so they all came in. Okay, we have to lie on this girl. Imagine this girl, me, in a ponytail, pink baju, <laughs> really tight pants. Yeah, which is the traditional outfit for, for sepak takraw or chinlon in this <laughs> So embarrassing. So I stood there in a circle. I was like, I'm sorry, uh, I'm really not very uh, sporty at all. So we did the thing, uh, they passed the sepak takraw ball to me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, this is tough, sepak takraw. And especially the foot, like the top of your foot, right? You have to hit the ball. Yeah. It, it's so hard Oh you a princess like, foot pain <laughs> uh, <you. laughs> I was screaming in pain Half the time But they were really nice And they were super good la. Mm. Yeah, no, National team la, What do you expect Right <laughs> Because no, the difference uh, In level between An enthusiast Of yeah. the sport and, an, and the national athlete Is actually Very wide you know. But I know back right. in college I was a bit of a Tennis enthusiast right. Can play a bit la, you know. Okay. So it was just this Guys playing a bit And it's just a short girl Asked if she could play also okay. Now generally guys I don't like playing with girls Hey we also don't like Playing with y'all okay <laughs> No no Because There's a difference In strength and speed and, you know, Women and men Are built differently okay But okay. I might just lie on a bit She was a senior In the college uh-huh. But then when she served her Couldn't take it <laughs> 
It was too fast. Apalah muka. Yeah, yeah. Turns out she was a former Kedah player or Penang player or something like that, right? None of us could keep up. So he politely told her, ah, yeah, sorry, senior, you play against the wall. Lah. <laughs> I think she was so good, right? After a while, the wall also gave up. Fly. It's time for a football update. Yes, the league is uh, ending already, you know. I think most teams have either one or two matches left to play. I thought Liverpool won. No yet. No, no. Liverpool won the FA Cup. Oh. Well done, eh? You, you keep up with some football news, huh? <laughs> so they beat Chelsea in the FA Cup. That yeah. means uh, Liverpool now have won two trophies this Ooh, year already. La they la. are or they're on the track to win four, you know, this year. Wow, really? Uh realistically probably they can win only three lah. I don't think they can win the league because <laughs> right. uh they're still I think four points behind Manchester City. Only four. Only four points. But only two games left uh, for Liverpool. Mm. However, right. Manchester City had a slip up uh, in the league uh, yesterday's match. Ah. ah, they were actually going to lose, you know. Really? These are the defending champions and you know they're widely considered the best team in the Premier League this year, right? Yeah. But they were they were down 2-0 to West Ham. West Ham's not bad one. Ah, they were 2-0. Everybody couldn't believe it. They were like, oh yo, City going to lose. Uh. They're going to lose momentum. Maybe Liverpool can overtake them again. But then suddenly, miraculously, they went from 2-0 down they equalized and then they got a 2-all draw like, eventually wow. yeah but uh, then what they call this uh, Tottenham mm-hmm. defeated Burnley 1-0 okay uh, it was f- uh, fairly uh, non-eventful <laughs> boring <laughs> match okay any other match it was fine and then the best team in the whole universe galaxy and Milky Way Manchester United R- huh <laughs> I'm just what universe is that from <laughs> uh, no uh, Brighton yes. uh, and Hove Albion because we were riding a high right? we whacked Manchester United 4-0 last yeah, week yeah. so I was riding high with confidence against Leeds who are, who are third last uh-huh. we drew with them one all why yeah? I don't know like, and we were leading you know, we, we led from like the 21st minute yeah. so we were leading confidently confident in the 92nd minute football <laughs> literally the last kick of oh, the match man. we considered the goal against Leeds so oh, I've got a chance that, I don't know like, some of you may may feel I'm a bit hard on, on the team but I think you know we need to cheer our team when they win yeah. when they lose we need to or when they draw we need to advise them lah. <laughs> <laughs> So okay. this, is a, this is an advice chant Okay, let's go <laughs> Okay Listen up, uh, Brighton and Albion Supporters of Malaysia Let's go 61-62 Brighton and Hove Albion Day How to be champions M-U-V beats But we draw with leads wow. Come on, la win the next one It's going to be the last one Fly FM. So this creative Sabah teacher decorated her preschool to look like a real police station. What? <laughs> how are the kids gonna play police and thief? Because they're all police. They chase who then? <laughs> <laughs> so this teacher in uh, KK Sabah, she right. wanted to show the kids at her preschool about the work that a police officer does. Okay. So they set up the whole preschool to look like a police station. Right. There were grills inside the preschool. <sighs> there was a crime scene set up. So <laughs> like you know the chalk of the body on the floor. Man. <laughs> and then like fake blood splatters oh. all on the floor as well. It was so strange. But she, I guess she wanted to expose the kids to forensic traffic, the prevention of commercial crimes as well as narcotics. So, wait, forensic commercial crimes and narcotics. Yes. In kindergarten. Yes. Because all I had in kindergarten was drawing, singing, nap time, and meals. <laughs> I feel like preschools are supposed to spark creativity and inspire them, mm-hmm. you know, not just to educate them. And especially not on the subject of crime and punishment. You don't want to take away the child's innocence so fast. What? You think children are innocent? <laughs> 
How naive are you? <laughs> but you know what I mean, right? Like things like law and order and the criminal justice system. All oh, you teach naughty teenagers, lah. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. there's actually a show on Netflix yeah. where they take minors, uh, well, teenagers, uh, uh, who have a history with crime, one, right? Like right. they join gangs or they go and mug people or they steal stuff, right? Uh-huh. And then they take these fellas, uh, they take them to this hardcore prison. Wow. Yeah, where you get all like murderers, Ooh. you know, uh, and rapists and all that, and to scare them into being good, I guess. Because the conditions in their prison quite extreme, one, huh? Yeah, definitely not for children. But okay, but then with these kids who are in the police station kindergarten in Sabah, yeah, how are the parents going to scare them now to mm. behave well? Because the dad will be like, you know, hey, uh, Ame, you, you continue to jump on the chair, huh? Now nah, the police will come and catch you. <laughs> and Ame will be like, uh, excuse me, what akta did I break? <laughs> huh? Police at a warrant, ke? <laughs> yeah, they know too much. Fly FM. So happy International Teachers Day to all the Chegus. Something yep. that you might or might not have known. Douglas here is a certified Chegu. You had to do a few months of training, right? I'm sure. Um, practical. You mean like going to be a training teacher, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was sent to an all-girls school uh, as as part of my practical training. Yeah. <laughs> you probably requested to go there. I right? did not. <laughs> How dare you? I actually wanted to go to St. John's Institution. Huh? But aren't you from VI? <laughs> aren't VI and St. John's uh, like super rivals yeah, or yeah, something, see, right? That's why. La. See, I go to St. John's. Then I teach them all the wrong things. <laughs> and they all score less than VI. VI win! <laughs> no, no, no. So I ended up at this uh, girls' school. Yeah. And I was the only male teacher. In oh. fact, I was the only man there apart from the Pachik Gardener. Oh, you're finished. La. I'm sure all the girls there just stared at you, right? <laughs> <laughs> Not like they had a choice. It was just you or the gardener. Oh wow! <laughs> Actually, I was very hot. Okay, then no. yeah. What? And it was after I started copying. So I was hot, famous, and male, okay. right? So I remember during one assembly, the Ponolong Kanan, this Chinese lady, yeah. she was giving a speech, and none of the students were paying attention to her because they were all looking at you. Well, yes. <laughs> So the Penolong Kanan, she got annoyed and she shouted, "No, hey, curse, ah! You all don't just looking at the tactless lima. Ah. Yeah, you pay attention when I talk. Awkward. Now, first of all, you call that out. I'm going a bit embarrassed. Yeah, because I'm there, you're telling the world, stop, girl, stop saying at me. Or why women want me to feel? Then yeah. she continues, ah, this Penolong Kanan, she's quite a fierce lady. She's like, oh, also I hear a report, ah, many of you girls are after school, you go hang out at the kalaki, you know, ah, ask you to go home and study, but you go to the kalaki. Wait, sorry, what is kalaki? Same question I was asking. <laughs> I was asking myself. I said, like, what is this? Is it, is it like club, like club lucky? Yeah. Or it was or clucky or <laughs> turns out <Yeah>. Kentucky. <laughs> so I was like, firstly, what's so bad about hanging out at a fried chicken yeah, place? It's not like they are going there and playing snooker or anything like that. Yes, Secondly, you're a Penolong Kanan and you can't pronounce the letter T. Is it Kalaki Kalaki? <laughs> Happy Teacher's Day! But speaking of Teacher's Day, we have a co-worker here who teaches people about movies, kind of. <laughs> He's a movie reviewer on YouTube. He has 26 followers now. Right. So we thought we want to you know, invite him into the studio to talk about his favourite movie involving teachers. It's time for Mosin's Movie Review. Hi, Mosin. Thank you, Awanita, for the written invite. You're welcome. Uh, today, I would like to talk about a film that several birds teaches. Yeah? Okay. Uh, it was so touching. My eyes were tearing and tearing even though I suffer from dry eye syndrome. Oh. Yeah. It starts with a worm pit. Yeah? This worm pit is on a motorbike and he dropped off an orphan at his school. Uh-huh. Then the headmaster he see this boy and he has an injury you know, on his face, maybe the hanto or something. Like. So he kissed the boy and uh, he brought him into the school. Mm-hmm. But then at the school, everyone 
everyone bully this boy because he's an orphan, you know. And so the people from, especially the Wuma Hijau uh, children, yeah. they were so mean and they made him take the boomstick and sweep the padang. It was oh. so terrible. But the boy eventually, he found some friends. Lah. No, one is uh, another boy who has, I think, 12 or 15 brothers and sisters or something like that. Yeah. And another one is a girl who is very particular about pronouncing the foreign words. Right. Yeah. In fact, the whole movie, actually, most of the characters speak in a foreign language to uh, solve their problems. Mohsen, are you talking about Harry Potter? Uh, yes, precisely. Yeah. The school has so many good teachers and students. And, and the Rumpe in the beginning was Hagrid. Obviously. I mean, his biking was very reckless. Right. And Ruma Hija was Slytherin. But you know they weren't speaking a foreign language, right? They were using magic. Oh, that's an interesting perspective you have there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I suppose you can see it that way. Okay. Uh, so what do you rate this movie, Mohsen? Yeah, it's an exciting movie, but also very heartwarming yeah, and full of positive messages about mm-hmm. the importance of education. Yep. So it's good for kids, uh, perfect for Teacher's Day. I give zero stars. What? Zero stars again? Because, you know, when I was watching the movie, I noticed that Harry yeah, is from uh, Red House, you uh-huh. know, Wuma Mewa, yeah. And I myself is from Wuma Bivu. So it was very difficult for me to relate to his character on a personal level. Like, yeah, so, so it's not recommended. Okay. Thank you, Mosin. That was Mosin's movie review. Fly. Happy Teacher's Day to all teachers. Now, we thought we'd celebrate with a special teacher's edition of Mina Sale. English class with Mina Sale. Good morning, class. It is Teacher's Day and I see you all brought presents. Are they for me? Yes, teacher. I made you this prayer mat from threads I bought from Madina. Oh, thank you, Katija. That's very sweet of you. Ladu, what do you have? Okay, actually, I bought a box of jelly bee because okay. the three level of sweetness is a sweet, very sweet, and oh my God, so sweet. Yes. But then on the way here, this one dog came and he looked very hungry with a puppy eyes. He stared at me, so I gave him some. But okay. then he was so hot, so then my glucose level went down. So okay. I thought maybe I'll have one jelly bee. But then one, you start eating, you know, like you cannot stop. So uh, I hope you like this box. Oh, okay, Ladu. Thank you. I appreciate that as well. All right, Asing, what did you? bring for me hello i hope you will like this dictia uh dictia dictionary it's okay i saying i think you need it more because i don't because i am an english teacher English teacher? I thought you are a Malaysian teacher. What? Oh, so, so you are you are a Wagga Asing. Uh. Uh. Hey, you Wagga Asing, like your name Asing. English class with Mina Saleh. Yeah. Fly FM. So, Mr. World Auditions 2022 just started May 15th, actually, in PJ. I uh, just missed it. <laughs> no, actually, I purposely didn't enter because I want to give other people a chance to win. Hello, you can't even enter. La. You're over 35, so you missed it by about 50 years. Oh, wow. <laughs> Now, if you'd like to take part, these are the requirements. It's only open to single Malaysian males. Hmm. Um, you have to be between 18 to 35 years old as of the 1st of January. Okay. You need to have a minimum height of 170 centimeters, and oh. you must exude the charm and personality of a true Malaysian man, whatever that means. <laughs> <laughs> is, is this Mr. World a new thing or what? Apparently, it's been around since 1996. Well, I, I guess it mustn't be that popular, right? Because, yeah. uh, okay, we all know Miss World, we all know Miss Universe, mm-hmm. uh, Miss Intercontinental, but this Mr. World sounds very, very... Would you watch it if it was on TV? Uh, yeah. Well, I wouldn't encourage people to join these things anymore, but they've been making women strut our stuff in pageants <laughs> for so many years, right? It's time to see men do the same thing. Okay, so, so you're revenge watching. Yes. Like, you know, you know what I mean? 
interested It's like you, you watch us now I watch you That's yeah, all you're doing right. <laughs> So in pageants In in this uh, the, For the international uh, Miss World Miss Universe All right yeah. There are a few rounds on ma. Correct. There's the talent round mm-hmm. There's the uh, uh, What swimsuit round The evening wear round And the Q&A Correct So for, for Mr. World What would the rounds be? Would it be like Knowing when to shut up round <laughs> <laughs> Who can say sorry the fastest round? Uh, and then instead of question and answer, yeah. it'll just be question and listen supportively. <laughs> <laughs> that would actually be beneficial. Unfortunately not. Uh, the candidates will go through a few rounds and do physical challenges, mm. a fashion and then a beauty regime and a culinary course to show that they fit the modern masculinity role. A physical challenge yeah. and a culinary challenge. Hey, yes. our Mama Anes will win this hands down, <laughs> lah. I can just see my my Mama Anes there winning there with the prize going lah. Hello, everybody. Thank you. I would like to thank our uh, boss and our uh, boss and boss <laughs> and boss and boss. I can go on forever. <laughs> Fly FM. We were talking about Mr. World, which is a male pageant, but we feel like we also need to say muscles aren't the only thing that define masculinity. Correct. I think most of us have male role models who don't look like Mr. World. Like they don't have you know six packs. They have dad bods. So who who is your uh, male role model? My father, even though he does have muscles and he likes to show off that he's quite, you know, he's quite <laughs> rich. just contradicting yourself. He's like some Viking gangster, right? <laughs> yes, he is. He's got like ink and everything on his mm. body. Uh, but he's quite gentle and kind. So there's this like, quiet strength about him. Right. And growing up, he would be the one to wash our school clothes, you know, iron our clothes as well, tie my hair wow. before I went to school. So you're, you're yeah. quite the daddy's girl, huh? Yes, I am. So and he was always the opposite of what society portrays masculine men to look like mm-hmm. no such thing as men don't cry in our house I see my dad cry since I was a kid and that's why I feel like there's a lot of strength in showing emotion now why Why did he cry he he, he saw your report card or <laughs> <laughs> he saw he saw no your ex-boyfriend and ah you cannot no, no, like if you know a friend passed away or whatever he'll express his emotion he'll ah. cry um, even just actually just yesterday he was preaching and he said there's no such thing as men don't cry men do cry and it's good to show emotion oh, yeah wow. okay I'm a, a, a Agree to disagree <laughs> Whatever <laughs> Who were your uh, Male role models Growing up Oh mine Mine was a trifecta Of all macho-ness uh, Lion-O From uh, Thundercats <laughs> <laughs> Optimus Prime And yeah. of course He-Man <laughs> Oh yeah I know that one to be true Okay this is not a joke I'm going to call Douglas now uh, And I'll show you How much Douglas Looks up to He-Man <laughs> What in the world? <laughs> so that's, okay, that's okay. his uh, actual ringtone, by the way. Yeah, that's the He-Man theme song. Because <laughs> no, growing up, every kid will idolize a He-Man because he always won. Yeah. But then looking back now as an adult, I look back, uh, I think his enemy, his arch enemy, Skeletor, had mm-hmm. much better attitude, you know. Like what? Because, no, because in every episode, He-Man would win. In, in fact, he says in his theme song, in yeah. the He-Man theme song, right, I am He-Man, the most powerful man in the universe. <laughs> that means you can't beat him. He's really the most powerful. Right. But every week, Skeletor will try. <laughs> and he will fail. But at, after failing, right, he won't give up. He'll be like, I'll get you next time, He-Man. <laughs> See, that's perseverance. You know what I'm saying? This is the Douglas Slim and Juanita podcast. Hang out with them weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on Fly FM.